Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. This probably will go down in history as one of the, the most, I guess, powerful or impactful Supreme Court years in terms of religious liberty, for example. The Second Amendment, for example, Roe v. Wade being overturned. Uh, then I, I could say in the last decade, two decades at least, uh, certainly it's been impactful. Um, it was a huge win for religious freedom uh, with the Supreme Court um, and their decision about a former Washington high school football coach who lost his job because he was like reciting a 30-second prayer after the game alone at the 50-yard line. It so upset people. They've got the vapors. Oh, my gosh, somebody's praying to Jesus. God help us. What's going to happen? Anyway, the issue at hand that was before the court was whether the public school employee praying alone, but in view of students, was engaging in unprotected government speech. And if it is not, if it's not government speech, does it still pose a problem under the First Amendment's establishment clause, meaning the establishment of a religion clause uh the supreme court rightly held uh monday in a 6-3 decision that the answer to both of those questions is no it was kind of a cut and dry case case involves a coach his name was uh joe kennedy you're going to meet him in a second he was on tv with us last night junior varsity coach varsity coach at the uh bremer uh, i think it's called bremerton uh, school district in Washington from 2008 to 2015. He began the, the practice of reciting a post-game prayer by himself, but eventually students on their own, without any cajoling on his part, uh, started to join him. 
And according to court documents, that then evolved into motivational speeches, including religious themes. And after an opposing coach brought it to the principal's attention, why the opposing coach would care? What did he think? He didn't want God to be on uh, Coach Kennedy's side? I mean, it's funny. Um, anyway, he did temporarily stop, uh, then notified the school that he was going to resume the practice. Why should he give up his personal religious views and, and personal freedoms. Anyway, the situation got a lot of media attention when Kennedy announced that he would go back to praying on the field. Uh, then there were issues uh, on the, the side of that, but the bottom line is the court ruled in what really is another landmark case. I mean, we're having back-to-back -back landmark cases out of the Supreme Court. Uh, anyway, uh, joining us now is Coach Joe Kennedy, and Jeremy Dice is with us. Jeremy is the special counsel for litigation and communications for the First Liberty Institute. Uh, welcome back, uh, both of you. Coach, uh, it was great to see you last night. Uh, one of the main questions I wanted answered is whether or not you're getting your job back, because that should happen. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for the call from the school. Uh, I know that they are, you know, going through the fire drills right now and trying to figure out how that all is going to work out. So I think they're doing. Just tell them you're going to hire Hannity's attorneys, and and there's no way you're not getting your job back. <laughs> that that. And if you won't accept the damages, them. which you said you don't want, you were very clear about. I'll take them for you. There you go. I, and I'll I donate them to charity. That. There you go. Um, look, seriously, let's go through this. Obviously, your faith is important to you. Um, my, my faith is important to me. Um, believe it or not, on this show, you're actually allowed to mention the name God. And, and you can do it as often as you want. Um, but I believe in a creator. Um, I'm a Christian, at least a trying to be one. I'm one of those Christians that needs a lot of forgiving, Coach. Amen, um, brother. I'm with you. So anyway, but so this was something that you felt strongly about. You'd go out after the game, win or lose, I assume, and you'd say a little prayer right on the 50-yard line. Why? Well, it was it all started from when I, you know, I was brand new to the church and and figuring out my faith and then I got offered the job to coach for Bremerton and I said, "Well, let me let me think about it, let me pray about it, talk to my family." Well, that night over the weekend, I was watching uh, TV in the middle of the night and Faith in the Giants came on. And that was it. That was like the clear sign that he's calling me to be a coach. And just like in the movie, um, I kind of stole it from them that I would give him the glory after every game, win or lose, right there on the battlefield. So that was my commitment with God, and I held to that the whole entire time. You know, I mean, why did they? But why did this other coach? Why did he even care? Did you do it on his fifty-yard line? He didn't want you to pray on his fifty-yard line. That he what might thought he might think it's a jinx, or, or you're going to curse his team because you're saying a prayer to God. Well, actually, he called whoever it was that called. They gave a compliment to the to the principal and said what our football program was doing was awesome. So this all stems from just a compliment, which still blows my mind. You know, it's pretty amazing um, to me that this is where they took it. When it was obvious, and I don't like to infer, uh, Jeremy, uh, as an attorney, I think you would agree with me on this. When, when, oh, when there's arguments before the Supreme Court, oral arguments, and they can get very aggressive. When Antonin Scalia was on the court, I mean, you might get a word or two words out, and he's going to come right at you with five, ten, fifteen questions. 
because they've already read all the briefs before going into oral arguments. So they're aware of all the issues at hand. You know, one of his favorite questions, is, why are we here? Why are you before this court? And and it would be amazing to watch people stammer and stutter and, and struggle to answer his questions. He was very good at, at interrogation. Um, but at this in this case, I felt that it would come out to be a six three decision, and I I was proven right because of the questions that you know people like Kavanaugh and others were asking. It was pretty straightforward where they were leaning. Yeah, the justices seemed to really grasp what was going on here, that there was a conflict between the school district doing what school districts tend to do these days, which is use the establishment clause as some sort of uh, cudgel to drive off any kind of religion from their campus, and uh, the free exercise and free speech rights of private citizens like Coach Kennedy. And, and so the, the justices ended up resolving that very clearly, saying that the establishment clause is not intended to, as Justice Gorsuch said, ferret out religion for special disfavor. Instead, it is designed to to balance against uh, a government that would try to involve itself in the affairs of another organization called the church. Instead, the school districts are required under this decision to respect the free exercise rights, the religious liberty rights of its employees. And in doing so, Justice Gorsuch notes, that's good for our republic. We actually have a more inclusive, a more diverse society when we respect one another's religious beliefs and welcome them wherever they may take themselves in the public square. One of the most interesting things that I observe in the NFL is often after games, you have players on both teams and often coaches. And even at times I've seen referees join in. They form a circle and together they, they say a little prayer and shake each other's hands and go back to their respective locker rooms. So it's a common practice in the NFL and never, it never became a controversy like Colin Kaepernick, which I, I put in a different category myself. You know, right, look, I think this is just completely unsurprising to the, anybody who watches football, and I think that's why students are so readily willing to engage that kind of activity after football games, and the Supreme Court just put their blessing upon students doing that. That's always been the case. The question mark was whether or not it was a violation of the Establishment Clause if students could see Coach engaged in religious activity. It was, it was never a question in this case about whether or not they, he was compelling them to do so. Uh, they cleared them of that early on, saying that he'd never coerced any student into doing this. The question was whether or not if he was praying by himself, or perhaps he was praying over his lunch in the cafeteria, or just wearing a yarmulke as a part of his religious expression, was that sufficient to coerce them by sight into violation of the Constitution? And the Supreme Court answered that very resoundingly, that there was no chance that that would violate the Establishment Clause. In other words, the school district here engaged in discrimination. Coach Kennedy was following the rules of the Constitution. Let me ask you, Coach, and I'm having a hard time understanding this aspect of it. Uh, I would think, based on this decision, not only are you entitled to your job back, you're also entitled to back pay because you should not have been fired. It was unconstitutional what they did to you. Uh, would you request at least back pay from the school district? No, I'm, I'm, I have no interest in that whatsoever. It, it really is the principle of it. And I guess it comes from being a Marine, and, and that's what we're called to do is to serve and support and defend the Constitution. This is Well, Semper Fidelis, but it. hang on a second. You might be a little naive here. <laughs> Unless the school district knows that there is a real possibility that you will sue them for damages. Now we're talking about a civil case, separate and apart from the Supreme Court victory you have. In other words, if they don't give you your job back at that point, 
I'd make it very clear to them that you will demand back pay. I'd make it very clear to them that you'll also demand damages. Yeah, I hope it doesn't have to come to that. I mean, uh, that's what lawyers are for, to help me navigate through all those. And I absolutely will take your your, your advice. I mean, you're a good man, and uh, everybody listens to you. So well, and, I'll tell you this, and I'll tell you this, Sean, that uh, the, the coaching salary is not very much anyway, but I'll tell you, I guarantee it's you It's the principle, though. It's a, attorney, he was fired unjustly. We're certainly going to be filing a bill for all of our attorney's fees at the end of this as well, and that's going to number a very high dollar amount for the school district to consider. Well, I think, so in other words, up to now, you'd be willing to forego them paying for the litigation that they forced Coach uh, Kennedy into? Well, we represent Coach Kennedy for free, so he's never had been given a bill from us. Now that we've won this case, the school district now has to pay his attorneys for the time they spend vindicating his civil rights. So you definitely will be pursuing that money? Absolutely. Which I don't blame you. Now, I, I'm, I'm sure, I don't know a coach that gets, gets paid a lot of money. I know most coaches do it just out of pure passion. Coach Kennedy, I'm sure you're one of them. Uh, unless, you, of course, you're Nick Saban, then you can write your own ticket and, yeah. <laughs> and pretty much get any amount of money you want because he keeps winning national championships. Uh, but the reality is it, I, I, it, the fact that they've not contacted you and they've not reached out to your lawyers as of now uh, tells me they're probably huddled with their lawyers wondering what they ought to do next. Um, I'll give them the, the right path. I'll give them the right answer. They need to hire you back give you your position, uh, they need to apologize, uh, they need to pay you for the time that you should have been paid because you were fired unconstitutionally, and hope and pray that your attorneys don't send them a bill. Because if your attorneys send them a bill, they're working pro bono, uh, it will be in the millions, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy. No, you are absolutely correct. And look, I don't think there's any other option right now. The Supreme Court directed that uh, Coach Kennedy, this case is reversed. There's nothing left to be done in the courts. They, he's entitled to summary judgment. And with that comes the relief that we requested, which means we're just now waiting for the phone call to find out when he needs to appear for two days this summer. Quick break. We'll come back. The 6-3 religious liberty case, another landmark case from this current Supreme Court. Uh, more with Coach Kennedy and one of his attorneys, Jeremy Dice, from the first Liberty Institute. All right, we continue the Supreme Court 6-3 landmark decision uh, for Coach Kennedy, who's with us, and Jeremy Dice. Uh, it has to do with this high school football coach and the First Amendment and him saying a prayer after games on the 50-yard line, and it is now fully, completely constitutional. When would you start coaching for football for the upcoming season, Coach? Oh, uh, you know, the summer workouts just started, so potentially I could be there oh, probably tomorrow or by Friday. Now, do, you, do you know the coach that took your place or the coach that there, is there now? Maybe it's a different coach? It's a different coach, a uh, new head coach that we got over there. And so this coach is only starting this year? No, he's been there for a few years. He, he uh, took over in 2015 when all this went down. Uh, there, there was a bunch of... Now, do you uh, know the guy? Do you like the guy? Oh, I love the guy. I think he d has done a wonderful job with the program, and I love what he does with the families and, and our community. So you don't want this guy to get fired, so maybe they can retain both of you. Would you be willing to work that out with that co current coach? 
Oh, I'll work it out with anybody. I mean, it sounds like a no-brainer. I, I guarantee you, because bureaucracies are so dumb that they, they, they can't see the forest through the trees here. And at some point, it's got to dawn on the school district that they lost. They tried hard. They fired you. It was unconstitutional. Uh, it was an injustice. And now they got now they have time to make it right. And they're just sitting on their hands. And, and I guarantee you, if I call you in a month, they'll still be sitting on their hands. And then they will then force you to to take it even further. And you will win on that level as well. I mean, how many more times does this school district want to lose? You know, it's, just not, it's not just the school district, too, right? We could we could assume that they made some bureaucratic dumb decisions, but they actually went out and hired an ideological firm that has entrenched themselves on a, a wild set of beliefs that uh, on facts that just did not happen and did not were not in reality. And the justices thankfully saw through all of that, read what the record actually presents, and agreed that Coach Kennedy's version of the facts were the right one. And so now's the time to kind of move past all of that. Let's go back to reset the clock, the game clock, seven years ago. Get Coach back out on the field, put him uh, on the on the sidelines to coach the game when he's done, let him go to the 50-yard line and take a knee in prayer. The Supreme Court says that's perfectly in concert with the First Amendment, the, the Constitution. He's allowed to bring his uh, constitutional rights not only through the schoolhouse gates, but onto the football field. It's time for us in this country to move past this well, now. I'm going to make and, a prediction. When that, when that day comes... The crowd is going to be with you, Coach. I didn't mean to cut you off, Jeremy, but I'm just out of time. Uh, we'll keep following up. We'd like to know uh, what happens the first game back because there will be a first game back. And, uh, Absolutely. Congratulations to you uh, at the First Liberty Institute, the great work you guys did. Uh, Jeremy, you, Kelly Shackelford is another and, and phenomenal attorney. Uh, Coach, we're happy for you. We're glad you won. This is a landmark case. They can never take that from you. Amen thank to you. God, and thank you for everything you've done. All right, thank you, sir. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Quick break, right back. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. 
Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. When fake news gives you lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 now until the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, a historic Catholic church in West Virginia burned to the ground over the weekend. Police investigating the incident is arson. Uh, many suspecting it may be connected to the Supreme Court decision uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. We've told you about, uh, so what, some 60-plus incidents around the country that have happened, including firebombing of pregnancy centers that are pro-life and, and churches and the attacks, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, Congressman Tim Wahlberg of Michigan has been a very outspoken advocate for pro-life issues. And one hostile leftist group made sure to let him know that they didn't like his use of freedom of speech. Now, we keep hearing about this group, Jane's Revenge, uh, and what they plan to do. Uh, and it's getting bad around the country. Uh, you have, for example, they struck a, a Michigan pro-life group uh, with a Molotov cocktail in that particular case. But it's been happening around the country. Portland, Oregon, pretty much everywhere. There are people. This has been going on. And I've, we've yet to hear a peep out of Merrick Garland, the attorney general, or the FBI director, Ray. Anyway, an office building that is shared by a pro-life organization and Congressman Tim Wahlberg is a Republican, Michigan, was vandalized in an attack that appears to be linked to these uh, this group, Jane's Revenge, according to Fox Digital. They received exclusive photos of the campaign of Congressman Tim Wahlberg showing the damage done to his office building. Uh, that they share with an organization called Jackson Right to Life. Uh, anyway, the congressman has said, I never shy away from my record as a strong conservative and defender of life. This uh, strong record puts me in the crosshairs of the radical left, but I'll never stand down or compromise of my convictions. And knowing the people at Jackson Right to Life will only strengthen their determination to protect the unborn. Uh, congressman joins us with an update. Congressman, how bad is it? Well, good to be with you. Well, you know, Joseph uh, of days of old, uh, when his brothers came to see him in Egypt, uh, he said, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. And we've had an opportunity, while we will not back down, we will prosecute the fullest extent of the law if the perpetrators uh, from Jane's, Jane's revenge are found. 
we're offering hope out in front of my office and the Right to Life office today. If you drove by, you'd see boarded, boarded up windows for the time being from where they kicked the windows in, kicked the door in, painted the, uh, the, the Right to Life sign with change revenge. You'll see signs out there saying, we will help. Lives are, all lives are precious. Uh, a reminder to people that uh, we have to push back against this culture of violence and death that the pro-abortion groups are and help them understand that there's a better way, and that's uh, promoting the sanctity of life, making sure we understand that God created individuals of all kinds, shapes, colors, uh, to be special in this world, and we are diminished when we take those lives, those innocent lives. And so uh, here, I, you know, my, my office, Sean, is, is three blocks from the birthplace of the Republican Party in 1854, July 6th, under the Oaks. Hillsdale College professors came up and others and started what was the Republican Party, the Emancipation Party. That's what we're involved with, those of us that believe in life, emancing people from doing the things that destroy rather to produce a, a, a culture that promotes life and opportunity. You know, it seems to me that I've, as I go through the list of places that are being targeted, um, every major network, including two cable news networks, have ignored it. Big media looking the other way with all of these attacks uh, against pro-life centers or churches, for example. Um, and I, I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm saying, why is that? Why is, it, why is it not important that a West Virginia Catholic church was burned to the ground by an arsonist? Why is it not important that far-left groups are using a map created by university professors to target pregnancy centers why is it not important that they're doxing supreme court justices giving out their addresses and uh, harassing and intimidating justices in their neighborhoods in their homes and giving out the names of the schools that their children attend or the churches that they attend and the time that they attend these these churches um why is it okay uh for them to do this while they're all condemning quote insurrection every day and ignoring the the biggest you know key most key part of what any investigation should have which is well did donald trump or did donald trump not authorize twenty thousand national guard troops that nancy pelosi and muriel bowser failed to call up on january 6th so it gets a little right. frustrating to me at the, just the the outright lying and agenda driven you know crap that goes on in the double standards like the summer of 2020 we have 534 rights but there's no committee looking into that congressman well and, and it, my my army friends tell me uh, especially the rangers that when the enemy tells you what they're going to do believe them and uh, the james revenge has said that this is going to be a summer of rage if roe v wade goes the wrong way so that's what we can expect we have we have the left last week in the, in the u.s house and senate passing a gun control bill but they don't talk about the fact that we've had uh, 63,000 or million 63 million innocent lives taken over the past 50 years and that's taken the sanctity of life down the tubes and people don't even think about life itself so why would they not act out in ways uh, very few a hey, hey, congressman uh, they're also lying to everybody yeah. because yeah. abortion is not illegal it's not going to be illegal in your state of Michigan. I'd bet my last dollar that's not going to be the case. Am I wrong? Well, it, no, it, it is illegal in the state right now. In 1931, Michigan passed one of the first anti-abortion laws. It says that there is no abortion. So they have they have a state. trigger provision, but wouldn't you expect with Governor Whitmer and the legislature as it's currently configured, wouldn't you expect that the well, likelihood of 
of them changing that is going to be pretty swift? Well, they're going to take action. And, and in fact, our, our attorney general, our lawless attorney general, like Merrick Garland, is saying she will not enforce the law if Roe v. Wade goes away. Uh, that's the challenge we have. But we're going to fight it in the legislature. We have a pro-life legislature, House and Senate in Michigan. Uh, they have to get through that legislature if they're going to do it constitutionally. And uh, we will battle back. But again, Sean, that's where... But you got a liberal saying. governor. Her name is Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer, but she can't change the law by herself. And that's where the American people, and I'm grateful for you taking an interest in this uh, strongly for for years. That's where we have to stand up and fight back and say, no, the law is the law. The Constitution is the Constitution. In Michigan, we have a law, 1931. It's as up-to-date as Louisiana's law. It's up-to-date as Florida's law. It's up-to-date as any law that's put, put through in recent years. We did it in 1931. It is an abortion law that says it is illegal except in the case of the life of the mother. That's not out of the, out of the norm now, what we've seen going on. So we're going to push back. Sure, they're going to fight us. You bet they are. But we've got to stand. And, and I think that's where the message has to get out, folks. If you let this happen, all of your freedom is at risk at this point. And it's going to go away unless we stand up for what is right. And the Constitution tells us what's right now. If you want to change the Constitution, do it the way the Constitution says. But otherwise, live according to the law. All right. Well, I appreciate the update. Sorry you had to go through all this. And sorry about the other group um, that, share, that shares an office building with you. And I hope they get the protection that they deserve for sure. Appreciate you being with us. Thanks for having us. Quick break. When we come back, we're going to give you an update on what's going on at the border. 48 people in a tractor trailer died. And we have the largest caravan to date making their way to our southern border. Joe is preparing to get, I guess, enough cell phones available, planes chartered so that, you know, he can facilitate all the law breaking. Aiding and abetting in law-breaking. And let's get to our busy phones here. Craig is in New York. Craig, how are you? Glad you called. Uh, yes, sir. How you doing? Uh, how you doing, Sean? Um, I'm good, sir. How you doing? What's going on, my brother? You want some coffee? <laughs> Everybody my New York brother. That. What's happening? <laughs> I'm the only one that can't hear it. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, I make more fun of Linda than you. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Um, I can't believe, I. you know, for the first time ever, I watched these stupid hearings today. And By know, the way, same with me. I watched the first night, and I did this. This is stupid. I watched a little today, and I'm like, that's that's it? It is so orchestrated, it's not even funny. Liz Cheney asks this woman a question. Then they go back to, they, they, they don't even let her answer right away. They go back to tape testimony that she did in the past. They take out a little select bit of what she said, and then they talk to her. And then she says about talking about, about about being in the Oval Office, how close she was to the president, how she was on first name basis with basis with everybody, and 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 I I don't understand this woman. She's never going to get another job because I mean how it's do you, how did forget about her and her her job. She said nothing of relevance. And here's my no, point in all of this. That. Now I condemned all those riots in the summer of 2020. I I can't believe that the left, these very same people, they were either quiet and said nothing because they didn't want to alienate their base heading into an election. Uh, or they just flat out lied and, and said that 
the the riots in the summer of 2020 were mostly peaceful. Dozens of dead Americans and thousands of injured cops and billions of property damage. Or they took it a step further, like in the case of Kamala Harris, and tried to support those people involved in the, these activities, uh, like you know, tweeting out support this bail fund for the people that are involved uh, were involved after the burning down of the police precinct and then, you know, praising the cuts to the LAPD. I condemned all of it. I condemned in real time on this radio program. We can't have our institutions in this country attacked. We can't. We must protect every elected politician. You got to. The problem I have with the committee is that they had a predetermined outcome. They're ignoring a huge gaping hole in the story, the narrative that they had predetermined. And that is on January 4th, Donald Trump authorized up to 20,000 National Guard troops to be called up, knowing what happened in the summer of 2020, uh, knowing that tensions in the country were running high. He authorized it. There were five people in the room. I have four of the five, including President Trump, Mark Meadows, Cash Patel, and and Chris Miller, who was the acting Secretary of Defense. Two of the four, two of the five, testified before this committee and told them Trump authorized the troops. In writing, Muriel Bowser. Once Trump authorizes it, the jurisdiction then passes to Nancy Pelosi. And Muriel Bowser, remember, Trump couldn't just send troops into Portland in the summer of 2020. He authorized them. They wouldn't use them. The well, same thing happened here. Now, if the guy that you want to blame for what happened or blame that he didn't respond fast enough or blame that, you know, he had a, a, a different view on January 6th, you can do that. But how do you ignore this big story? There was the fifth person in the room was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Milley. And I got in touch with people around General Milley and they told me directly that he has recollections of talking about security of the Capitol with Donald Trump prior to January 6th. So that's five out of five. Here's what the four that I got on tape said to me. Did you authorize calling up the guard? And then it became uh, the chain of command went to Nancy Pelosi and to the mayor of D.C., Muriel Bowser. Did you, as required by law, authorize that? One hundred percent and attested to by many people. And they turned it down. Nancy Pelosi turned it down. Mayor Bowser's written refusal, the communications between the leader of the Capitol Police and their chain of command to the DOD refusing our request to allow National Guards men and women to stage on January 4 and 5 before January 6. Did you both ask for the National Guard to be called up? Uh, without a doubt, Sean, uh, we've made that very clear, not just once, but on numerous occasions. We wanted to make sure that there was plenty of uh, National Guard on the ready uh, in case there was some kind of violence. I had a meeting with President Trump on the 3rd of January concerning some international threats. And at the very end, he asked if there were any requests for National Guard support. What was the president's response to you with regard to the request made by Mayor Bowser? Fill it and do whatever was necessary to protect the uh, demonstrators. Now, Craig, you be the objective voice. Uh, does that now change and alter the entire hearings if that testimony were shown to the American people? 
Absolutely. And this has been known for a long time and the press will not get it out. It's just like these riots. I hope to God when the Senate and the Congress take back over that, that, that they showed the true riots that happened with Black Lives Matter. That uh, that would. Well, I think here's what I could tell you. I said on TV the other night that the January 6th committee had sworn testimony under the threat of perjury before their committee that, in fact, this happened that the president authorized the troops i won't name the media outlet they call me they contact me they said uh who and they and hey i provided these tapes for them and they didn't want to do the story anymore the story uh you know what i think we're going to cover something else because it doesn't advance the narrative of this this you know committee that has a predetermined outcome pretty unbelievable Anyway, appreciate your call. Glad you're with us. Uh, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Quick break. Right back. Hey there. It's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said... Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.